Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for another episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. I am your dungeon master, Michael Thriftiner Demaro, and with me is Jennifer Cheek. Hey, everybody, here I am. And Mike Bachman. Just in the instant that we started this podcast, I got really hungry. And now I'm like, kind of, I'm kind of fucked, right? Like, cause yeah, just you started really are. It. No, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's just us this week. Um, Mr. Strom will be joining us later for a little, a little bit. Uh, but he's not here right now, so. And neither is. Uh, neither Tim. is Tim Tum Darkblade. Are we still in the cave? Um, because he's dead. Because I hired an assassin to kill him, so I wouldn't have to be married to him anymore. I, I, I slit his throat with his own teeth that I ripped from his mouth. <laughs> what? He's got the. Sh- you know what? Though he Jesus. really does have the sharpest teeth. He is just the sharp for halfling, you know. Well, ask real life Tim Lanning about how sharp his teeth are. He that's what that's what, that's who I was talking about when Tim I said halfling. Tim is a halfling. Um, also, <laughs> see, they're very sharp. He is a vampire. He's a, he's a vampire halfling man child. <laughs> he can run very These far. Are but all that's true. not always who's going now, for him. Who's now is dead? Oh my god. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrowcom acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrowcom acast Um... So, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, So you are in a cave. You are in the Cursed Cave. And you have just realized that your good friend Tum Darkblade Thumble is dead. Like dead dead. Did we just realize this? Like all the way dead. Okay. 
And I start removing his equipment and body parts. Uh, Aludra. Uh, wait, before you... <laughs> before you can do anything. <laughs> before you can do anything, uh, crystals form all over Tom's body. You goddamn asshole! <laughs> and and the ice around him melts and his body sinks down into the icy depths Uh, and as it goes beneath the water the the ice freezes over again (laughs) the thing that i like about when you dm thrifty is that when i'm gonna do something you're like well before you could do that stupid shit (laughs) like here's what really happens (laughs) cut you right off at the pass now um this was uh and you know and we'll talk about this a little bit later, I guess. But this was a part of the Kickstarter thing, and some people are, are kind of upset about that. Also, um, some people people keep suggesting, like, "Oh, but what if you do this?" Well, um, <laughs> so this, so that that actually was part of it, which I kind of didn't read last week because I probably would have just gone ahead and, and done it. Um, but I missed that part. I thought it was just if he was underneath the ice when he died mm. that he would sink. But um, apparently, nope. That uh, was part of it. So. Mm. Yeah. Dude, he had some kind of, like, ball and equipment, too, that I'm kind of sad to see go. It's gone forever. I mean, like, you know, like, my heart goes out to Tom. Like, Tom's dead. You know, I get that. But, like, man, his his gear. You're not probably, you're, they're probably making some people very unhappy right now, Mr. Bachman. Who is? Me? Yeah, there's just people said out sorry there. I died. Maybe. Jesus, what more do these people want? Maybe you might be next. I, <gasps> maybe a looter will get... Some revenge if you keep talking shit. Wait. Oh no, Aludra. Jennifer doesn't like Tim. Aludra does like Tom. I get it. Right. <laughs> That's easy to keep straight. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, um, once uh, <coughs> once Tom slides beneath into the dark, watery depths, um, the door flips open above above the uh, the place where you guys fell in here, and a rope ladder falls down into the room. Aludra completely... And, uh, oh, sorry, continue. I was just saying, Aludra does actually have on her the um, the um, the compass. Okay. Well, first, Aludra completely ignores the rope ladder, and she punches at the ice and attempts to break it, even though she recognizes this makes no sense and will not do anything, and the tum is actually dead. But her, like... Lizard brain is like, must smash, get Tim. Tum. Tum. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Aludra. Aludra. He's gone. But before before we go, we should say a few words in Tum's memory. You go first. <laughs> Aludra cries a lot. <laughs> She's just weeping. Stop. Stop crying. Stop. Stop it. Say, say some words. He was so <laughs> handsome. Oh, okay. Oh, in honor, in honor of Tom, who was very brave. Oh, I can't go on, Tom. You, have, Tom, you have to do this. Why is everyone's name so much the same? It's really messing me Tom. up. In my moment of weakness. <laughs> Tom, do you? I, I know you can hear me somewhere. Do you remember that time when we were fighting the zombie hulks? soon after we met for the first time and I gave you a commander strike and you completely fucked it up by throwing your sword that was really shitty bro I never told you that 
you did tell him that over and over again for like four I, or five weeks. I can't believe you still remember that. I don't remember anything. Good. I totally remember that. You you will always be the good guard to my bad guard. Tom, remember that time that you fought a minotaur and you were a badass in front of everyone and also you you killed a lot of dudes, Tom. You really did. And also you were <laughs> you were an excellent lockpick and thief. And you you got blood drinker. You did it. You became a dark blade. And, and and remember when you gave it away? That was for the shitty, bro. Like can't believe you did that. Tim is lurking in the background listening to us talk about it right now. <laughs> he kept no, here's a little peek behind the curtain. Tim is like, I almost could play video games while this is happening. And yet he keeps creeping back in here while we're recording. <laughs> he cannot stay away. Tim, Tim is actually going to still be on the podcast, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that, but people asked me. <laughs> People ask me. Yeah, about Tim is still going to be on the Not, podcast. I, he's going to be back in approximately three weeks. <laughs> he's been back. Sometime. That is not canon. He's <laughs> been back canon. sometime. Anyway, so Luder finishes her words. She's choked up again, and oh, it's all a mess. Everything's so sad. All right, let's climb this ladder, right? Like, <laughs> shit's done. We paid our respects. Let's go. Time to climb the ladder, I guess. Okay, I um, hop up first. Uh, Junpei sees the look in your eye and and realizes what must have happened. And he seems very sad. And so you guys head back to the, the boat? Yeah, I guess that's really all we can do. Yeah, right I mean, now. I can't get to his gear, so let's go. <laughs> but I still, have, I still have the compass, though. Mm-hmm. So... I guess our last plan, last we talk, was to try to find the lost island. And now we have you, the compass. You pronounced blood drinker wrong. What? Oh! There you go. There you go. You're there right! You go. <laughs> I did! <laughs> Alundra feels a fire in her heart, and suddenly she realizes that she must find blood drinker. She must. <laughs> and, and show it to Tom, and then steal it from him. Whoa, 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 whoa. That wasn't part of the plan. Uh, so you guys uh, get to the boat, and um, and Roz meets you down on the gangplank, and she goes, Oh, good, I'm so glad you're back. I uh, I have some important things to to talk to you guys about. The crew member Branson who died, we need to replace... What? Why? What is, what is wrong with you? Tell him super dead, I'll be in my bunk. What? What? I, I walk. I walk down the bunk, leaving Aludra to deal with this uncomfortable moment. Yeah. What? What do you mean? I'm trying to remember what happened <laughs> exactly in the episode, other than the whole dying part. So Why you want did... to find the compass? Wait, okay, that's what I was just double taking because I was like, wait, this. That's this is like a right. where were you on nine eleven moment. You don't forget this. I remember the death part, but I forgot why we went down there. <laughs> Because I'm bad at the the end remembering things. So anyway, okay. We went to try to find the compass so that we could find the lost island. Sadly, Tom was a casualty. He slipped through the ice and he drowned and we couldn't save him. 
But how? He was so strong. There was some sort of enchantment. There was a scroll. He went under the water and he tried to breathe through this magical scroll and it allowed him to breathe, but then when he came above water, he kept inhaling water. Some Someone bewitched it. And we couldn't save him. Um, Eluder's Ra- overcome again. She's a mess. Raza's eyes fill with tears. And she she falls down onto her knees and starts sobbing. Eludra kind of gives her the stink on him. She's like, you just met him. You don't even know him. <laughs> <laughs> but he saved my life. I was a slave. He gave me, f- he snuck me food into the cages while I was still in a cage. Eludra reaches out and puts her hand on Roz's shoulder. And she says, you're right. That was unkind of me. We both have felt a huge loss. I'm sorry. Were were you two together? No. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Does, Does Roz hug me? I really could use a hug. Roz slowly gets up and buries her head in your shoulder. <laughs> I felt like maybe since she was on her knees that she'd probably be about <laughs> about my height. <laughs> were, were you guys to walk by Tom, Tom's bunk right now, you would hear just the bitterest weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Tom does have feelings. He just keeps them secret. Inside of his scaly dragonborn heart. Unless they're sexual feelings. In which oh, case, those, he, are those, are, those are out. He just acts it out. For everybody to smell, really. <laughs> so I guess um, after and f- Roz cry for a moment, and then yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm after- like I'm actually kind of like super sorry about comparing the death of a fantasy character that doesn't exist to 9/11. <laughs> like <laughs> that was kind of a shitty thing to do. Oh, what did you um, think about that? So after a few minutes, uh, you guys compose yourselves, and and uh, and she goes, oh, it is sad. I. We do. I don't. I don't want to. It's. I know it's. A, it's a hard time right now. But we do still need to. I mean, you guys are still planning on going, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. We we can't run the ship with with so few crew members. So, uh, we need to replace Branson. Okay. Well. Um. There's there's a couple of guys that I thought would be likely candidates. Okay. They're up. They're up on deck if you want to meet them. Okay, so Eludra nods her head and she walks up on deck. Does she... Hmm, Eludra first goes down and, and knocks on the door where Tom is because she wants Tom to be part of this decision too. Also, she doesn't really want to... <coughs> hey, Tom? Tom? What? Tom? Tom? Um, can you... Can you come and help me with something? What do you want? Thomas Aludra. Oh, hey, 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 what, what's going on? What can I do for you? Tom, we have to help. We have to help Roz figure out new crew members. They're up on deck, so will you come with me and talk to these we, guys? We have to get new crew. We have to, we have to keep going, Tom. We have to keep moving. 
distract ourselves. The door flies open. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so we walk up. I can just turn it there. on and off. It's on and off. Is there actually a switch back there? It's yeah, that's called, that's called acting. I thought about something sad in my life. That's how I channeled that emotion right there. Oh, my God. It was so genuine. That's good. I felt it. I really yeah. did. Like when they, they, you want to know what I thought about? What did I you thought about? I thought about when Mocha Coconut Frappuccinos went out of season at Starbucks. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess that's the other end of the spectrum. It's either comparing Tom's death to Mocha Coconut Frappuccinos <laughs> or to 9-11. One of the way. Um, <clears throat> so you get up on, on, on deck and, uh, there's like five or six, uh, guys milling around. Most of them are obviously terrible and, um, and you can quickly sort of weed them out. Uh, but there's, there's two guys left and, uh, and so, um, Roz goes, okay, this one, his name is, uh, is Harper and, uh, and there's um there's just this startlingly attractive man hmm. uh he's a human he's about six feet tall has sort of dark tousled hair um and uh and she's like and there's this also this other guy uh his name is winston and uh and this is like a big burly half orc oh who um who she's like he seems very strong he could probably help a lot by moving stuff around but um oh this other guy <laughs> he's Roz. he seems he seems smart I said I choose the half orc <laughs> Roz in front of Tom listen I I don't Tom I doesn't mean, really have feelings for Roz but Tom Tom is actually like this guy is kind of attractive it's, that's have, true. Like, he has that vibe about him. I, like, I, I may be a little asexual. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, um, but like you can objectively say, like, wow, this guy. Aludra is in a fog of sadness, but even she can see just how good looking this right. guy but is. Right, but what, what good is that going to do us, right? You know, we, we need strong, brewing oh, half he's, he He looks pretty, his arms, he looks pretty strong. He could pull... <laughs> His arms look pretty smart to me. <laughs> so maybe we should have these guys explain themselves and why we should hire them. <laughs> What's your biggest failure? Okay, yeah, job interview time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Why? Why do you think we should hire you? Um, what's your What's your biggest flaw, Mister Half Orc? <laughs> Walt Walton goes first. Uh, Winston. Winston. That's what I said. Yeah. It's the Half Orc. Be- right? Beethoven. He goes, uh, people tell me that my, my, I don't quite bathe that much. And hmm, I can see some people have true. complained about that a little bit. But, uh, I'm strong in all sorts of ways, including my smell. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Good, good resolve. You're very, very honest and open. Um, and Jefferson, that's the guy, other guy's name? What is it? Uh, his name is Harper. 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 Uh, Harper, that's also the name of the best friend on Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes or no? Uh, he he's like I I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Winston, what is your biggest biggest failure? 
think well, you already asked we, him we that. just we just went over that. Um, well, okay. I, what's your biggest what's your biggest success? How do you deal with adversity at work? I'm very good at lifting heavy stuff. Uh, I'm strong. Well, I don't think and we I need can, to ask I can any more questions. I carry cargo and um, cargo ship uh, things. Uh-huh. I think anchors are heavy. <laughs> that'll, do, that'll do, Winston. I think you'll fit in just fine. I'm no, no, so sorry, on. Harper. Now hold Wait. on one second, Tom. Is this really what we want to do? I feel like we're jumping the gun a little here. Uh, well, I feel like somebody's going to be jumping their gun if we don't watch out. Hmm. I don't know about that. Like, somebody's going to be jumping Harper's gun. I think that's really what I'm worried about. Maybe that's okay. <sighs> Maybe someone wants to push down the sad feelings and distract herself, Tom. Yeah. And maybe someone wants to push his sad feelings somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Tom, oh my, you're very open-minded. <laughs> I what think if... we should give this Harper guy a chance. Oh, what? Okay. No, that's okay. But, uh, Winston. Winston. Yeah. Um, I think you should stick around too? Yeah. Is it, you know, why In can't case we... Por que no los dos? In Why case not? you've got to, like, parkour yourself a Harper off the side of the ship. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Roz goes, oh, well, we really only have room. Well, actually, no. I guess we have room for two. <laughs> and she starts, she starts crying again. <laughs> Alindra is now completely overwhelmed with everything that's happened. And the emotion center in her brain cuts, cuts off. It's gone. No more. All right. So, hey. So we got we got ourselves two new bros, and I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on Harper. <laughs> Aludra walks up and puts her hand out for a shake. This is, hey, Harper, welcome to the crew. Uh, thank you. Thank you for letting me join the crew. I, uh, I'm sure I will help you with all of your shipping needs. Good. That's what I like to hear. Oh, Winston, uh, yeah. Thanks to you, too, I guess. Aludra, you shake his hand! Oh, you shake it! So, you shake so it. high up there. Okay, Winston. And she puts her hand out. Don't worry, don't worry, Winston. She'll come around. <laughs> he goes, uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for, for this opportunity. I, I promise not to let you down. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Winston. You can bunk with me. I get top bunk. <laughs> uh, I must, right. I uh, that, that's go. good because I'm more of a power bottom. <laughs> yes. uh, Winston, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch your penis. You can cut that out. <laughs> that might be a little too on the nose. <laughs> I, also, like, I'm not gonna touch my penis to his nose. Oh, oh, oh! A little too oh on my. the nose. I want Winston to say because I like his voice so much. Yeah, Winston's voice is pretty good. He's he like a southern. He's like a giant southern orc man. I want, I want, I want Winston to be my pet project. I want him to be my she's all that. I want to take Winston <laughs> to the prom, and he's going to be more attractive than this other guy. This is like a win a date with Tad Hamilton. This is like a a ten things I hate about you. This is like a sixteen candles. Wow, I'm, you really are ready for girl time, bro. 
Um, so you guys, you guys cast off and uh, with your two new crewmates, and uh, your you know Junpei is still very sad. Um, he uh, he seems to be very fixated on this compass though, and he takes the compass and he's he kind of just ignores you and uh, is focusing on trying to get the the boat to the lost island. Hmm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill so cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. Pfft, we haven't looked back. I, I, what else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, mwah, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw-dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer in your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey everybody, Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together.
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful. And whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. And um, you guys... Yeah. Uh, Everyone has to drown their pain in their own way. Right. Um, you guys sort of settle in and Xantolin uh, and, and comes up to Tom. And he goes, is it, is it true? Is what is, true? Is it true that Tom's gone? Is it true that you have a different voice than when we first met you? <laughs> no, this is totally... I think this is the one I had when we first started, and then it was different, and now it's back again. <laughs> go go back and listen to that dog sausage episode. I remember, because I was like... Because I, I, I named... I said something like some other name, and you were like, It's Santalyn! Like, that was your voice, bro. <laughs> I think I mean, this is angry voice, maybe. Thrifty, like you do an amazing job. Don't let me sell you short, but bro, that's a different voice. Like I don't know what you're talking about. All right, maybe all right. Santolin. Maybe he just likes to talk a different way sometimes, Tom. <laughs> what if? What if at some point, like you know, imagine this like a TV show. We turn, away, we walk away, and then he turns to the camera and unzips his body skin a little bit, and it's really like it's really like a skin stealing cowboy. He's like wink. <laughs> Puts it back up. Xantolin was really the evil one all along. He's like an alien or something. Xantolin <laughs> is is definitely he's our he's our Genova. Oh my god, um, he's like a body snatcher. Anyway, <laughs> so I Elodie jumps in and Xantolin. I'm sorry, Tom is very insensitive. He's he's having a hard time dealing with this, but it is true. <laughs> I just Tom Tom was a dark blading, and. I thought that dark blades were the most special of folks. He was only like he was only barely a dark blade. Like he was like Tom. He's that well. I mean, yeah, like it's true, right? Like bros, a dark blade in training. Like he was you very. Know. He was new. He was very new to the dark. Blade. I saw his insignia. He was a dark blade. He right, entry dark level blade. insignia. He became a dark blade while like, he was with okay. us. You know, like, I don't want to sell short the fact that he was a dark blade, but, but, I mean, you know, like, he, things go wrong. Things go wrong. Think about, think about, what was it, wait, what was his dog's name? I don't, was it just Fluffy? I'm sure it was. Rover or Fluffy or something. Dude, just think about. with your dogs, Angelin. Think about Fluffy. 
Well, now I'm even more sad. Why did you right. do that? Because but, things sometimes things just die, and I would think that by now, after a crew member dies and your dog dies and then Tom dies, you'd be used to it. it you know, let's forget what Tom is saying right now. Um, think, you know what I would like to think about now that all this terrible stuff has happened? I like to think of Tom and your dog just playing together. In, you know, the afterlife or wherever people go when they die. And dogs, I guess. Dog's totally missing his tail, though, right? <laughs> they go there. I saw a movie that time. And you know what? I bet they're okay there. I bet that Tom is in the afterlife just stealing stuff. And killing dog killers. In the afterlife. So they're in the double afterlife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's... Alright. That's what happens. That's what I was taught, but my ancestors, wait. Where did that memory come from? So, uh, I, I just... Guys, I don't know. I, I'm so distraught. I, be, uh, I mean, Thomas, if, Tom, if a dark blade can't make it, how am I supposed to make it? I'm just a simple boat man. I... <laughs> a sailor. Sailor. Damn it. Damn it. No. Half man, half aquatic, <laughs> like, <laughs> aquatic vessel. <laughs> Xantolin boats in disguise. Okay. You hold on a second. You tell me you guys are gonna fucking kill that fucking Tranthumble. You're oh. gonna do it for Tom, right? I, I am. But. With Blood Drinker? I think that's poetic justice, you know what I mean? I don't care what you kill him with as long as you kill him. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll kill him. I'll, I'll bring it. You know what? That's a good point. We should fucking kill that guy. Hey, yo, um, Xantolin, here, just name a body part, any body part. I will bring it back to you fresh from Trant Thumble. Absolutely. You Are you serious? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? You know what, Xantolin? That can inspire you. You could you could be more than a boat man. You could be more <laughs> than that. You let the memory of Tom inspire you. Maybe one day you'll be a dark blade. <laughs> this is like one of those like one of those like technical college commercials where it's like <laughs> it's like you could be a paralegal, a boat man, <laughs> like or get your degree, <laughs> <laughs> or get your GED. <laughs> um, boy, I don't. I don't know what part I'd want. They all, they all sound so good. I know. You know what? How about you just take all of them? Huh? All his parts. His entire stinking, filthy body. Uh, <laughs> Alright. I mean, whatever, I guess. As I long as you guys fulfill Tom's destiny since he didn't get to do it all. Yeah. Alright. But all we're right. gonna need some griffins. <laughs> I think eventually, first eventually. Okay, Tom, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves Right now, I think we first We gotta find the Lost Island And then we're gonna sail the score With Trant Thumble Alright, let's let's head to the Lost Island What's what's on the Lost Island? What are we going there for? That's out of character uh, Edit that I, out. Think, I think it was the Whip of Binding <laughs> that, uh, that adventurer Captain Blindy I would talk to Tom all through the night About your adventures and I'm just, oof, I'm just saying, you guys, you guys are inspiring. I'm so sad that Tom is gone. Have I mentioned that? <laughs> you did. 
I'm... <laughs> you sure did, Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm... Santa, I'm just going to be real for a second. I'm pretty worried about how we're going to do this without some... I mean, he knew everything. He remembered everything that we were doing, and I feel like... Like Here's Tom what and I, I don't know how we're going to do it. In I think what we have to do is we have to appoint, um, we're going to have to appoint a party scribe. And mm. I would just like to say one, two, three, not it. You know what? I'm a good scribe. I am. I will mm-hmm. do it. I will take up the mantle of scribe, even though I think Tom just remembered it all on his own. Also, I don't like know that. how to read. Mm, that is a good point. I do know how to read for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, all right then. Um, and scene. <laughs> uh, hey guys, while we're before uh, before we get to the Lost Island, um, I just wanted to share uh, some some. We got like a whole lot of lovely emails, and uh, boy, I don't even know. I said I was gonna read them all. I'm not even sure if I can, but I'll try to do it quickly. Um, but lots of people wrote in uh, with their sadness. And uh, Julie, Mc- Julie DeMott wrote in and said, I feel like my heart has been ripped out of my chest. I will never forget the OG4. Rest in peace. Oh. Is that sad, you guys? This is, that's a little severe. Like, so I'm, sad. I feel um, Maybe I should have read these things first. Um, Adam Felsch said... No, not Tom. At least he went out doing what he loved, jumping around, being a ninja thief. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I like Mr. Bachman's suggestion of taking a piece of Tom to add to his project. Sorry. I'm wondering if his dad would have a reward for a person seeing, as he did steal, his prized sword, killed four of his children, if not more, and okay. made... A fool of his rule. Oh, we could have used that to get close to Trant, and then we could have slizzled throat. You don't like uh, that idea. I'm going to write that idea down, actually. <laughs> Let's have a moment of sly flourish for our dear departed friend. Tom will always have a place in our hearts that can never be filled. Wipes away tears. Well, enough of that. Let's party for good measure. Seven, 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 seven. What does it even mean? That's, that's from my dick. What? Um... I know what it means. Zachary Smith says, Dear epic people at D&D Podcast, after the death of Tom, I cried. This is coming from someone who never cries and seemingly lacks emotion. He, ha- <laughs> he was, in all honesty, my favorite character, Sly Flourish. He will be missed in my heart, and I will forever love him. If Tim is still doing the podcast, can he do one more Sly Flourish in loving memory of Tom? Oh, well, he's we'll still doing to, uh, the podcast. He'll be back. We're, yeah, we're, well. He's totally gonna get like a special item at some point that like grants him sly flourish. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, awesome. absolutely. Um, just, just let's let's never move forward. Let's always be clinging to the past. Is yeah. What I want. Um, Joe Lumbert says it was strange. I didn't know it was happening. Then the end happened. Everyone grew silent, and it felt like there had to be a way out. Then Thrifty said, "No, I realized this Kickstarter was a terrible idea." <laughs> Oh, sorry, Joe. We made a we, huge mistake. We, what, what was that? We, Sorry. 
well, this guy was basically like, the Kickstarter was a huge mistake. <laughs> and you know what? People make mistakes. People think that things are funny and that oh, no one would ever pay that, us $1,000 to do exactly. something that's stupid. We were just like, let's make it for some outlandish amount of money that no one will ever pay. And some dude was like, day three paid. Done. <laughs> and we were like, what have we gotten ourselves into? And you know what? We've gotten ourselves into accidentally feeling really emotionable, uh, emotionable, emotional <laughs> about a fake character in D&D. &D. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Legit it's, sad. It's, it's like the Holocaust. I'm sorry, edit that out. <laughs> Uh, Jeremiah Sittens, uh, a.k.a. Brain Surgery 101, says, So, probably a complete coincidence, but the same night I was listening to Tum Darkblade Thumble's Tum Darkblade Thumble take his last breath, uh, my 22-year-old cat gave up the ghost. Oh, my God! I like to think, however, that while listening to what I assume was her favorite character, Parrish, she gave life a final sly flourish in honor of her fallen hero. Keep it dicey, Jeremiah. Can oh we God. say? Can we say that the cat was a little sly furish? Oh, oh, she was. Man, yeah. sorry about your cat. So, That's awful. I know. That's super sad. Oh man. Um, Adam Bash says, "Tum Thumble or Dorkblade, as you prefer to be called, will forever be missed in the hearts and minds of the literal half dozens of people who met him and didn't wind up stabbed, decapitated, or in a pit of acid." That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> he left a wake of murder and destruction in his path. <laughs> what can we say about a halfling who overcame so much to achieve those six or seven things he achieved? <laughs> <laughs> Who can ever forget that time he sold a stinking, decrepit Kraken corpse for slightly more money? <laughs> or that one lock he eventually picked when everyone else ran on a conveyor belt? <laughs> oh my god. He really did save our ass a lot. Thanks, Tom. Uh, it seemed like he lived his life like a donkey on a boat, never knowing who to turn to when the cursed bat idol set in. Tum Thumble, your candle burned out long before your flourish ever will. You're a bro in this life and the next. Which is just like this one, except you were a zombie, Adam Bash. <laughs> oh, that was that was nice. <clears throat> Eugene Lamb says it was like losing one of my own party members. I have listened to every one of your podcasts and love listening to them while I mow my yard. When Thrifty declared that Tum was dead and that the kick and it was a Kickstarter reward, my heart sank into my stomach. I had to actually stop mowing and collect myself because I knew the sly flourishes were over. I will miss Tum Darkblade, Darkblade and look forward to Tim's next character. I know it will be unique as he is. Guys, these are super nice. They're so nice. They you guys Absolutely. are so nice. It's too bad that Tim is really dead and can't be here to hear yeah, them. Yeah, it's too bad that <laughs> I murdered Tim. It's, it's too bad that his human body doesn't work anymore. <laughs> um, Eric Eden says, Well, I have to say my favorite player so far has been Tim, not necessarily his character. Tim definitely tries to keep things moving. But I am sure uh, he will be just as good with a new character. And then he says, <laughs> he felt the Dark Blade story was a little bit boring. Thanks. <laughs> oh, boy. People are... Um, Zion says, man, it upsets me that our beautiful tummy is no longer with us. I just hope we never forget to honor that fallen Dark Blade. Sly Flourish, friends. Sly Flourish. Zion, Le Zion Leroy Brown. Yes, that is my real name. All right. Uh, Rochelle and Thea says, I was suspicious at the amount of flavor text Thrifty was reading, but 
ultimately was incredibly surprised that it was Tom to die. I was convinced Tom was going to die. Oh, gonna man. miss Gonna miss those flourishes, Rochelle, I'm a, the wait. crafty DM. Oh, can, convinced Tom was going to die because you didn't like Tom? Uh, she just says she was convinced she was going to die. Why isn't she answering? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not DM, here. Tell us, tell us, Crafty DM. I was, crafty I was DM at Crafty DM on, on Twitter. She talks to us all the time, so yeah, she, she maybe is. she'll tell she's you. She's so nice. She's a good kid. She means well. Uh, Greg <laughs> said, "Greg Riggs says I just hit the bargaining phase of grief, so I'll do anything <laughs> I can to get Tom back. <laughs> so just tell me what to fuck, and I'll fuck it." What? I'm starting, sweet thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm starting to feel super depressed, but wait, wait. Okay, now I've accepted it. The scenario is very cool, and kudos to its creator. We have got a few more. Uh, Zachary Rents, who is Drow Warrior, who's awesome and draws us amazing things, mm-hmm. uh, says, I was telling my wife about drawing the homage piece and started crying. Tum will be missed, but I look forward to rollicking good times at the haberdashery with Tim's new character. That's sad. People cry. People love Tom. Tom's so a, it's a great character. He was a good character. Tim still has him in Neverwinter. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I saw I, I went walked by the other day and I was like, oh, it's Tom. It's so sad. Anyway. I have Tom the Dragonborn in Neverwinter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't I don't even play that game. You gotta get it. all up in it. You have to. There's I, I don't play any you, game. Maybe you could You can make me. a dwarf. Oh my gosh! Uh, Brian Leclerc says. Brian Leclerc says. I have to say, I really, I wasn't really happy with that one. I feel really bad for Tim. D and D isn't a video game where you can just start over real quick. No win situation, and no win situation is not fun for any player. That is true. Uh, David Strait says. The episode started with Throfty huh, reading out <laughs> flavored text, which just seems strange. I didn't have a clue. One typo. <laughs> It's the best typo it's ever <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> It continued on seeming to be aimed at, at, at specific characters. Who else picks locks? Kind of odd, but it'll play out. Wait, he's drowning? He'll get better. He's dead. Nah, he can just come back from a head explosion. This is nothing. No, he's really dead. Starts to tear up. I was listening to the episode on the drive home from work and nearly had to pull off to the side of the road when this happened. I can honestly say that I was nearly in tears. Me, a 32-year-old male, defender of our nation, manly man. Tears over made-up character, a player in a made-up universe. Long live the sly flourish. Then he says, awesome work there, Kickstarter killer. Story played out well. Where can I order one of those straws? Keep up the great podcast, guys. (laughs) Gals, loving it. That's David Strait, who is... uh, Oh, yeah, I've talked to him. Nostigator? Something like that. Nice. Instigator. Dirt. Instigator. Uh, Mike Bose says, "Why, why, why, why not? Why not to? Why not misfit space goblin Junpei?" Oh. Uh, this is a long one, which I will probably cut out, but I want to read it to you guys because uh, I'll actually I, listen to this one. Um, says. Hello. First, I want to say how much I love your podcast. Oh, this is from uh, Tara Bennett-Reeves. First, I want to say how much I love your podcast. I look forward to opening my iTunes each week and every Monday and now Friday, too, with excitement and as I download the podcast. My husband is the one who told me I had to listen to you guys, even though there was not enough time in my day between motherhood and graduate school. That being said, though, I am now saddened by the recent episode. My hubby and I have gotten into the habit of getting the kids to bed on Monday evening, downloading the podcast, and listening together as our evening's entertainment. That's awesome. How, 
how excited were we when we did not have to wait until Monday to listen, but instead we could listen a day early. We snuggled up and began listening with anticipation. I am not sure when I knew that something was wrong, but I remember remarking to the hubby that Thrifty must have been tired or not prepared because it seemed like he was reading from a module, (laughs) not like his usual engaging story weaving he comes up with each week. I should have known, but I must have blocked the knowledge of the imminent death of one of our beloved cast from my conscious mind. When I knew that poor Tom was not going to make it, tears began to well up in my eyes. Looking over at my husband, who is super manly, just so you know, I saw him wipe his eyes as well. As the episode finished, we were just in shock. So, so sad. So I have a plan. I'm going to raise $1,000 and give that money back to the man who pledged his blood money for poor oh Tum Darkfly's lies as a way of resurrecting Tum. You guys know you can resurrect people in D&D 4E, right? Tum yeah. does not have to be dead dead. Heck, maybe it would be of a new plot twist where Tum brings back information from the other side. Sounds good, right? As a psychology doctoral psychology oh doctoral gosh. candidate, I know the stages of grief and how to transition through them. I know that Tom is not a real character and Tim Lenny can always make a new one, but I still mourn. Your faithful listener, uh, Tara Bennett Reeves. Uh, there's one problem with that, Tara. We already spent that thousand dollars. It's gone. <laughs> it's yeah. gone. If you want to raise a separate thousand dollars, like you know, you can do that. I guess. But I'm I'm talking into this pretty little mic right here. I'm just loving oh, on it. Doesn't it sound so good? Oh, it just it's hanging. See the the beauty of this mic is that it hangs upside down. That's how you know mm-hmm. I'm a professional. From a shock mount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine's right side up, which means I'm an amateur. <laughs> oh my gosh! And and yours is silver. Mine's black. You know what I mean? Which means yours is more expensive. We which all know, is- okay. Um, okay, so guys, we're gonna uh, jump now uh, back. We're gonna bring Strom- Mr. Strawman here, and we are gonna get to the Lost Island. So stay tuned. You're gonna cut that out, though, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> that was awful. Okay. Um, so your boat uh, lands on the Lost Island, or actually, you, the Lost Island comes into view. And um, and it is the darndest thing you've ever seen. You've been following the compass for about a week. It's taken you in all sorts of different directions. Because uh, it's so lost. Yeah, it's like you're going. I, sometimes you think you're going in circles. Sometimes you're just going one direction for a week and then turning, or sorry, for a day and then turning completely the other direction. It's just all kinds of screwy. I look around as if unsure of how I got here. <laughs> Um, and basically, uh, finally, you hear from somebody up in the crow's nest. Let's say, um, does anyone remember anyone of the crew members? Oh, gosh. Chad. Chad. <laughs> I'm sure there was a Chad. I think there's a Tad for sure. So Tad yells out, Land Ahoy! And then he says, Has anybody seen Chad? <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be a Tad and a Thad. I don't know. Oh, God. There's definitely oh, lots a of. Chad. If there's a. If there's a Tad and a Thad and no Chad, that'd be bad. Oh. oh. Stop making me mad. <laughs> um, so, okay, but here's the thing. So it, this, this island, a few, like, uh, 20 more minutes, you guys can see this this island now, but it's the damnedest thing because um, it there appears to be a giant portal covering, like, where half of the island would be. And uh, as you look through it, there appears to be a rip, a rift in space and time. Uh, 
and uh, this island uh, would appear to be half in the material plane and half in the astral plane. Oh! So you can, like, see stars and stuff, like, in, in this different shape. Um, no. Are you insinuating that by looking at a rift, you'd be able to tell if it's in space and time, or would it just look like it could be either? Is the doctor there? Uh, none of these things. No, you don't see any doctors. <laughs> Maybe if I did an Arcana check, we could figure it yeah, out. I think that that would do it. Well, we, yeah. I'm assuming that you guys wouldn't have the, any idea what's going on, but uh, but Junpei uh, has some Arcana knowledge of uh, yeah. the astral plane and, and whatnot, so... You guys would just be completely confused, but um, but uh, I just think it's shiny and pretty, and I'm, I'm excited by it. That's what a lunar thinks. Um, and so there is a there is a dock in the um, prime material section of uh of this island, so you can actually dock with it. Um, uh, and uh, you would know from um your arcana in history that your boat, if it were to try to sail onto the astral sea. <laughs> Would just basically burst into flames and be dissolved, and yeah, wouldn't be good. It would be bad for your boat. It's not an astral ship. It is not an astral ship. Can I? Can I do? Um, can I? Can I do a, a check to see if I can reinforce the boat in such a way as to get it into? The... Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so uh, you guys dock. Um, there are a few Githyanki like run out to the dock and uh, and help you. Uh, actually, you know that you can throw you throw lines to them and they help you dock and stuff like that. These are clearly cannib- cannibals, though. Uh, they don't. They seem friendly. Well, right, but uh, so far, every Githyanki that we've seen has eaten a piece of another Githyanki. Is that true? We're not, true? It, We're not including... sure about that other one, the one that we yeah. got in but he didn't get That's a chance true. to ask him. Well, yeah, have. we did get a chance, but he may have. We should have looked for bones. No one, <laughs> no one has like bones in their hair or noses or. They don't look like stereotypical cannibals. No, well, that's just racist he, against cannibals. It is a little <laughs> yeah, bit racist against. I, I apologize. He did have a DVD box set of the Fox series bones, though. Does that tell us anything? Uh. <laughs> I mean, think he like shitty sitcoms. Sorry, there's a Bones fan. I don't know Bones. Drama. I don't know anything about Bones. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I it's a procedural crime, crime drama, like Seinfeld. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys are you guys gonna disembark? Yeah, yeah. there's friendly Githyanki here that probably very, won't eat us. I'm very interested in the Githyanki. Junpei so, yes. is uh, uh, feeling guilty um, for killing the last Githyanki he saw. Oh no! He feels like he needs to make amends by being friendly to these ones, but he's not gonna tell them what he did <laughs> no they don't need to know that um okay so uh as as junpei sets foot onto this onto the dock and um and you know is above or is basically on this island uh you see a glimmer in his eye very similar to the glimmer that you saw in tum's eyes when all of his memories came rushing back to him mm. And uh, and suddenly Junpei remembers. He remembers everything. It all comes back to him. Um, it's just the brain blast animation from Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. <laughs> yes. Series. Uh, so Junpei remembers that he used to actually live on this island, 
and uh, and spent all of his childhood and adolescence there. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just laughing at the prospect of Junpei coming seconds away from setting his boyhood home ablaze. <laughs> this is a different island. Oh yeah, it's a different. That's no, a different it's clear. I wait. There's two islands that we've been to. Yeah, this is a totally different island. This is a third island. Uh, you know what's funny is I don't think that's the first time you've told me that. I don't. <laughs> Well, there, I mean, let's be fair. Uh, had we not stepped on this island, had we chosen not to step on this island, we might have just like bombed it from orbit. So I ended yeah. up orbit anyway. That's true. I like the idea that Tom the Dragonborn thinks every island is the same island. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. So, um, so Junpei remembers growing up in this island. Um, he uh, he remembers. Uh, there being a very serious cannibal problem uh in that and most of the time most of the time this island is fully in the astral sea and not on the material plane but every once in a while this big rift will open up and um and and ships will be able to sail up to it but uh but basically there's a crew of uh of cannibals that would harry this island uh you know, throughout the years, and they would always be off snatching someone uh, here and there. And Junpei's, well, Junpei had always wanted to join, basically, a, a another group of swashbucklers who would, you know, who every once in a while would come and help uh, his island fight off the cannibals. But he was a young a young man. Uh, he was still in his adolescence, so they were really not ready to take him yet. Mm. He was still a scallywag. He had not uh, evolved into a right. yet. He had to, yeah. Yeah, he had to evolve. <laughs> um, so uh, about 10 years ago, uh, a, a group, or the, the portal had opened, and, um, and a certain old, even old back then man had come um, with a certain Captain Blindy to this island. And, um, and basically said, you know, the only way to get there was this magic compass. And um, and Junpei had seen like uh, this was his chance to go and prove himself, and uh, and gain you know power and stuff like that. And uh, and I think his family had you know said like why don't you go ahead because you know cannibals here and we don't want you to eat. And, um, so so basically you know he had gone off with this 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 uh, old codger back to uh, back to pirate land and. Uh, and that's and you know and then you know he had gone and found his way and and uh, and made his deal with his gen servant to gain great deals of power and uh, and it all it all comes back to him now and, and he remembers like oh I wanted to I wanted to help these people and join this join this other crew and you know fight off the cannibals mm-hmm. and so did I accidentally kill my mentor. Uh, no, that guy, that guy wasn't, he definitely wasn't, you don't, you remember him now, he w- definitely wasn't your mentor, he probably, he kind of sold you uh, a bill of goods, and uh, had promised you a lot of stuff, and, you know, once you got back, uh, it really wasn't all uh, it was so cracked he, up to he, be. He bamboozled me, and <laughs> in my um, confused state, I actually, I accidentally got revenge. I, that, I think that's probably, you know probably what happened i mean maybe murdering him it's definitely it's def, but it's it's a little it's a gray area 
I'd the say. little old Githyanki man was not entirely innocent. No. No. Well, no. Who is? Can, can oh, I? That's a good point. Can I just like stop you before you go any further, Thrifty, and say mm-hmm. that I swear to God, if at some point during this story you you tell about how Junpei's family got murdered by winged beasts, I'm gonna be <laughs> oh, so <no>. mad. <laughs> Because I will not be responsible for the death um, of everyone's family. No, it w- definitely wasn't a winged beast. It was, um, it was dragon men. It was <laughs> oh, dragonborn's well. big well, protruding shit. erection. I think it was a dragonborn named Tom that did it. Everybody's gonna get all mad at me. I'm gonna be like, I can't say dick. I did it. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, Junpei's Junpei's family is is not all dead. He, he has relatives here. Oh. And. Such as, and uh, basically the the leader of uh, the leader of this of uh, of the swashbuckling band is happens to be in port, and uh, and he he comes over and 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 talks to Junpei. He goes, Ah, Junpei, you're back. How did that happen? Uh, we we found a magic compass. It always points north. What, how how crazy is that for a compass to do? <laughs> Wow, we, you seem to have grown into your manhood. Uh, no, that's just Tom. <laughs> and my dick abs. Yep. <laughs> Tom was standing in front of him, uh, and being green and scaly, uh, he mistook, uh, Tom for my manhood. No, I'm just... <laughs> the entire thing! He goes, I, I sense great power in you. What are you, around level five? Something like that. <laughs> Might have a spare few uh, experience points kind of floating around. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I mean, like 5.5. 5. Mm-hmm. I'm, cl- I'm getting there. I'm getting to level 6. <laughs> uh, he goes, well, you, you know, if you still want to join our group, we could use some help fighting off these wretched cannibals. Mm. Well... In my travels, I have seen many, many, many things and gained great power, and I think uh, that with my magic, we could put an end to the cannibal threat once and for all, uh, and I don't know, man, you guys, I, I'm in bad, I'm in bad shape, I got, I'm in big debt, and I'm in, I've become a hindrance to you guys as a result, uh, and this is him talking to, uh, Jennifer and, uh, Tom. And I need some money, and getting money is pretty... That's kind of what pirates do. And with the recent departure of our good friend Tom, I've, I've understood what is important in life. And what is important is in life is becoming a pirate so that I can kill... I can marry my two great loves, killing cannibals and stealing <laughs> other people's clothing. <laughs> uh, is that what everybody wants? Yes, uh, I desperately need to become the best-dressed pirate captain in the world and one day pilot my own ship, um, stealing the greatest fashions throughout the Astropolis plane. Well, you know, there is a haberdashery caravan making its way across the Astral Sea right now. Ah, the great Astral Plane haberdasheries of the Githyanki homeland. I remember them well. (laughs) Eluder is overcome with emotion. (laughs) <laughs> she's lost. She's lost. Someone's so close to her. And I she's turn... so... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no you're she's still... so <laughs> I turn over my my shoulder and say, Hey, Tom, are you hearing this shit? Oh. 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 
Aludra gets her gets her shit together for a second. And she grabs Junpei by the hand. He's really far up in there, so she's like got her little hands up. Yeah, he's ascending to heaven right now. <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot to. I just remembered I can fly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, did I mention I'm the Messiah? <laughs> I've forgotten it. That whole amnesia thing. I actually kind of like the idea, like, I mean, not to retcon the beautiful moment between you guys, but I kind of like the idea of him already being, like, almost all the way up to up to into the sky, and his mage hand comes back down to meet you. Oh, it touches. It's like E.T. Mm hmm Oh, and anyway. It just, it just really gets my rocks off, and I'm kind of wondering oh, why God. I never messed around with Junpei's mage hand before. <laughs> hey, who says you haven't? We don't even know. Maybe it was secret time. That's true. But, uh, but maybe but it was a random encounter. Oh God! <laughs> Junpei does turn to you guys, and he does say, "Though um, I can't, I, you guys have helped me so much, and you guys have left uh, left me with so much, and you guys are already in a bad shape. You're down two guys already now with me, going to do what, what I need to do, follow my dreams, uh, and you've lost Tum uh, in such a such a horrible way. Uh, at least the way you described it to me, because I was not there, but." <laughs> Um, I, I need uh, I need to uh, if I'm going to do this if I'm going to become the best dressed fashion pirate in uh, all the Astro Sea I have to go in fresh like a newborn babe mm. and by, by that I mean naked uh, if I'm going to I have to collect an entirely new wardrobe from the from the starts from scratch so I want to give you guys the amazingly fashionable um, oh equipment I have uh, gathered through this day to this day uh, I would like to give Tom Dragonborn my eye patch sweet <laughs> you know I did actually already take all of Tom's equipment and body parts so I mean you know, <laughs> that is not canon that is not canon no that is not canon no I'm still holding uh uh, Ludra's hand, but with my mage hand, so I'm, I'm still, I'm walking around separate from everybody. <laughs> I don't want to do at the moment. Ludra doesn't even notice. She's just holding the hand and crying. Well, um, I would also like to, but uh, because uh, Tom, you're kind of too big for most of this stuff. I would like to give Ludra, and I trust her more to distribute it evenly. Uh, I would like to give her my burning gauntlets and my uh, shoes. For Hit miniseries event, and uh, Tom, I would love for you to have my pants and underwear so that you can have um, a spare pair uh, after uh, the uh, that one burning night of passion with Roz. So, like, violently tore up all of your other pairs of lower wear. And by all, you mean the one. The one. <laughs> so that you can finally wear some pants that aren't so soiled. Um, and I am now. Oh, I am, of course, now completely naked. Mm-hmm. Aludra notices what's happening. Her eyes get really wide. <laughs> and I, I She's go, never seen such a thing before. I go... No, I that's go, just Tom. Junpei's a dragonborn? No, wait, that's not a tale. <laughs> that, was the, that was the hidden secret. Uh, the entire time. <laughs> Guarded the secret he had to, uh, quote-unquote, tuck away from uh, the cannibals <laughs> that carried him off. Junpei is actually one-legged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only had one leg this whole time. <laughs> hopping around, you guys didn't notice. <laughs> Just walking around on your dick leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's not that's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> because I would have to cut it off and use it for my monstrosity later. <laughs> so better not be canon. But Aluda is very touched by everything that Junpei has done, and she says, "Junpei, I wish you well in your endeavors, and I hope that you get the fanciest hats." the fanciest coats, and the most gold, and that you can pay off your kind of a dick Geodude guy. Mm-hmm. Geodude is still standing here with me this entire time. Geodude, I've never said it, but I'm sorry. You're kind of a dick. But except for that one time you did bring Junpei back to life. That was great of you. Thank you. <laughs> that was impressive. Thanks Thanks for that, man. Uh, I say, with a, with, a, with, a, with a tear in my eye, I say, Junpei, let me hold like two bennies. I'll hit you back, bro. <laughs> When you say a tear in your eye, you mean the eye that isn't already covered by the eye patch, which you, of course, have already. Put I, on. I, that I've already. Duh. That I've, I've, I'm tears coming out of one, necrotic damage is coming out of the other. <laughs> <laughs> my face. Tom takes one damage into the next fight. One, one damage for every tear. I'm, I'm dying. I can't help it. <laughs> He's really crying. I'm, He's guys, weeping. I'm really I, I need, I need a shit. I've already forgotten. Healing charge. Healing. Is that what they're called? Surge. Yeah. Surge. Surge. That's on. I've, I'd forgotten. And I say, Geodude, I choose you, and give him like a thumbs up. It's impressive. Except I don't, because you were a dick. <laughs> I don't think Geodude looks very excited about that. He doesn't even care. He's just no, kind he's of never grumpy. Excited about much at all. He's so. grumpy. That's his deal. Grumpy dude. The uh, the captain says, Junpei, we're, we're casting off soon, uh, but let me give you the customary fancy pirate hat uh, as uh, as you enter our service. I need to cover my pelvis because I'm bashful. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just wear the hat on your head and just uh, walk actually, around not even giving a shit. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, uh, <laughs> both fists on either hip. <laughs> Malcolm Reynolds just walking in. Yeah. That's it. Do, do, yeah. we, do we find out that he's got, like, you know, I'm sorry to dwell on this for so long, but do we find out that he's actually got a mage dick, too, that's, like, <laughs> detachable? It's, it glows blue when orcs are near. So you, can, <laughs> you can use it. He calls it Sting. <laughs> but for a completely different reason. Um, and he can detach it and use it from a distance. I'm done. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so Junpei het- gets onto this uh, glorious astral vessel, and they. And ca- he steps on the boat too. Mm. And uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they cast off, and their engines roar into into power, and it sort of takes off. I gave him a twenty-one poop damage salute. My <laughs> patch. <laughs> As as the boat is leaving, Junpei turns back and looks at at his good friends and thinks about all back on all the times that he had and thinks that and knows to himself in his heart that he's leaving them in a better position than he uh, than if he had stayed with them and that he has to go and do his own thing and live his life the way it needs to be lived. Oh, actual tears, not poop damage tears. Oh. <laughs> out of his uh, you know, out of his eyes. Actual tears deal real damage as well. Oh, to the soul. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm sorry I explained your joke. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. 
So I think that's where the podcast is going to end this week, you guys. Um, so if you, uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get lots more emails again this week. Um, but uh, if you uh, if you want to contact us on Twitter, we're at D and D Podcast. Or you can catch. You guys sound so solid about it. You're like, you're like I guess if you want to contact us, that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. We like it. We, we're gonna, we're gonna be super sad and shit. This so is the, this is the, this is the dark period of the podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is. It is. It's pretty much just gonna be like the 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 Tom and Eluder show. I think. Oh <laughs> God, what is that even like, gonna be like? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty great. It's gonna be crazy. All sorts of hijinks. It's gonna be a buddy cop. Thing. What's going on? Uh, when giant, when little. I think Daisy's gonna have to start coming around with you guys. <laughs> can Daisy? Who who can we get to play the part of Daisy? Oh my gosh! You never did discover her secret. We oh. didn't. Well, oh, not us. not everything can be revealed. As as the ship flies into the sunset, Junpei says, "Wait, I forgot to tell you about Daisy." <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sad. So you can find me. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at. You can find me. Oh, sorry. Whoa. You can find me at Jennifer Cheek. You can find me at Jennifer Cheek. I mean, you can find me. Yeah. The the missing uh, Tim Lanning. He should probably be back next week. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Tim Lanning. No, he. We actually. It You you should have told him about the typo. Is that it wasn't it wasn't a thousand dollars to kill a character. It was a thousand dollars to kill a player. Tim um, Lanning will never be back really to anywhere. Thanks so. for doing me a solid. Oh. <laughs> uh, you can find me sad. at the Mike Bachman with two N's at the end. Don't, don't do it. You can find me at, at Call of Duty, the Call of Duty dog on Twitter. Um, that's C O L L A R O F. Damn it. I, 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 I it's so hard to spell. D U T Y. No, uh, I'm at Steven Strom. S T E V E N S T R O M. Capital X, lowercase x, 007, Master Chief, 420 dude, <laughs> lowercase x, capital X. Pizza thug. <laughs> pizza, pizza thug. Can I, do, can I do a shameless plug, Thrifty? Can I do a yeah, shameless please. plug? Yeah, please. Shamelessly okay. plug. We got like a sweet. Girl time, bro. Is that, is that what's happening? Bro, don't fucking steal my thunder. Are you serious right now? Are you serious, bro? You're going to steal my shit? This week, like, Drifty adds himself out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For the first and hopefully not the last time. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a live stream series where um, where a few bros get together and play a uh, play a game intended for preteen girls. It's called Girl Time with the Bros. Uh, you can find it on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash girl time with the bros. Or you can follow us on Twitter at girl time bro. And Azad did some sweet artwork for us. He did same guy did all the artwork for this podcast. It's brilliant. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, who do you see as the target audience for this podcast? Or this, uh, you uh, know, <laughs> this thing, whatever it is. Well, it might actually be me. This is the thing: awesome. is I tweeted, I tweeted about it like maybe once because I did a test run on like my other personal Twitch feed and got like twenty bros to show up. Nice. So, like, I mean, I think you know, and like Twitter's been picked up. Fo- it's let's be honest; it's only people that listen to this podcast that are going to watch this thing. <laughs> It sounds so, awesome, though. Whatever. I have I have fun doing it, so whatever. That's good. I bet it's awesome. It's, it's I'm gonna check awesome. it out this week. <laughs> you know, you're, I know you're not gonna do it, but you should. You really should. You should give it give a piece a chance. I I will give it a try. <laughs> okay. I'll try anything once. 
There I am. Oh, there hey, you're back. back. So we what were just gonna we were just gonna ask you um, about other stuff that you're doing on the internet. Um, not a whole lot, I guess. I don't know. Um, I write for AdSideQuesting.com. You can go check out AdSideQuesting.com for video game news and reviews and such. I'm working on some stuff over there still. Um, Lonely Tardis podcast. We do a podcast about Doctor Who. We recently kind of semi-officially indoctrinated uh, Marcus Beer from Game Trailers over onto the podcast, and he hangs out on there too. And we have also have a podcast called The Side Quest, which is just a podcast about video games that we do semi-regularly. Um, and that's pretty much what my big things are right now um, and obviously you can just keep following me on Twitter and you'll see more stuff there alright guys uh, until next week let's keep it dicey Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. 